0: smiling faces they say that heaven you make me smile to Prince Rabbi Track presents Stevie Wonder Classics. Today we're going to be talking about Boogie On Reggae Woman, uh, which was uh, from the album, "Fulfillingness's This First Finale. Um, it was released as uh, a single um, I- in November 1974, uh, which is a few months after the album had come out on July 22nd, 1974. On the track we have Stevie Wonder, um, and then also challenging my ability to pronounce stuff, we have on Konga's Rocky, and I'm going to say Zidzorna, which is how you say his name, although it starts with a D. Uh, the track is 4 minutes 57, and joining me to talk about today is John Muggleton. Hello, John. Hello. Um, yeah, I mean, this is actually, it was a reasonably successful single by uh, by Stevie Wonder. Um, you know, it did okay. You know, it uh, I mean, I, I think the funny thing about it is... Um, it isn't a boogie song, and it certainly isn't a reggae song. <laughs> no, it no, it is definitely not. So uh, I like I like how kind of misleading it is because it's mostly like a funk R and B song. But I don't know. It's just, it's it's kind of weird. It's like, and also the fact that Stevie Wonder on this track instead of playing his usual uh, chromatic harmon uh, harmonica, um, which is obviously a harmonica that can play any note. Um, he played a blues uh harmonica uh which w- which was was fixed in a flat so oh, okay. um you know there are two types of harmonica you can get you can either get harmonicas that are in scales um so basically it's impossible for you to play a wrong note um those are the ones that you oh, okay. you know would mostly give to children um, yeah. so once you know you once you know a song and you know what key it's in then you know they kind of limit themselves to a, a scale. Um, yep. And then there's the chromatic, which obviously a lot harder to play because, you you know, you have to be able to play every note. But Stevie Wonder, obviously, um, you know, amongst his many skills is being a genius on the harmonica. Um, and even to this day, he wonders the studios just popping in and doing harmonica right solos on. On, on, yep. on songs whenever he can. Uh, yeah, all the way up true. until la- until like two years ago, he's still he's still appearing on songs, just doing harmonica solo.
1: Yeah, you do randomly, you do occasionally randomly sort of go, oh wait a minute, is that Stevie Wonder? It sounds yeah. like Stevie Wonder.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do remember when I heard the Eurythmics, um, you know, there must be an angel. I was like, that sounds a lot like Stevie, Stevie Wonder, on Wonder harmonica. Mm-hmm. And then of course you say to yourself, well, of course it's not. It, there's nobody else on harmonica on any kind of pop songs um so you know it has to be stevie wonder I, so boogie one boogie on Ray one was you know it was a reasonably it mean, it got to number 25 um you know uh sorry no i lie it got to it got to number um it got to number three um in the in the billboard charts and it went to number one on the soul charts uh and it was the 25th highest selling song of 1975 Uh, Which is kind of weird, because I feel like it's kind of one of his more forgotten singles. Yes, Um, uh, I actually came to this song
1: through Fish, ironically enough. Uh, Now, I actually looked it up because I had thought that this was like a stock regular portion of Fish's uh, live set. Uh, And it turns out it isn't. It turns out they've played it a total of 82 times in... uh, 25, 26 years uh, about once every, basically they said, the Fishnet said it's about 4% or 5% of shows they play it Uh, but it seems to turn up on a lot of their official live releases uh, and the live fish uh, like streamables and so I thought it had a much more prominent place in their musical thing than it does but yeah, that's how I was familiar with it and then eventually I found out, oh, it's a Stevie Wonder song. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I didn't think that Fish wrote it because it's, you know, clearly does not form, does not fit the form of normal Fish music. But uh, it was definitely a a surprise to hear, oh, this is a Stevie Wonder song because I had, until I, I, eventually I heard it because uh, they do play it on the 70s station occasionally on Sirius. uh, I mean, not as much as, you know, the big hits, obviously, but once in a while, you'll turn it on and like, oh, there's Boogie on Reggae Woman.
0: How about that? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I like as well how it kind of, te- like, it, it's very rare that Stevie Wonder kind of does a kind of very narrow, like, story song. Um, yeah. Usually, if he's doing kind of stories, they're mostly in these kind of more political songs. Um, something like Living for the City, where he, you know, he literally starts off with, you know, a boy is born in hard time, Mississippi, and then he kind of goes from there. Yeah. Um, Whereas here, this is kind of more simple where it's just like, you know, Stevie Wonder, he's met this, this woman, this reggae woman, if you will. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, he, he, he says, I like to see you buggy right across the floor. Uh, I like to do it to you till you holler for more. So not only is this like a story song, uh, but there's a, a sexual element to it, which is kind of unusual yeah. for Stevie Wonder stuff. I mean, you know, obviously on, the, on his first kind of couple of albums um, under his, his new kind of contract... Um, he was still kind of going out with Sarita and married to Sarita and then divorced from Sarita. Um, And so if he sang any songs that were, um, you know, kind of love songs, they were mostly about him and her. Yeah. And so here for him to be kind of addressing this reggae woman, and seeing how she is on the dance floor, of course, most songs, you know, the dance floor is code for the bedroom. Yes, this is this is a This is definitely a Stevie wants to get some song. Yeah, so I and I, you know, he says I like to reggae. I'm guessing it's not reggae. Yeah. Um, But you dance too fast for me, um, and then he just drops all pretense and says, "I'd like to make love to you." Uh, Until you so make you make me scream. Make me yep. scream, yeah. Which is, I don't know, it's. Uh, it's, it's the way that he delivers it as well, like kind of it's I don't know, it's very playful. Um, you know, obviously, Stevie Wonder, like he he has a certain kind of way of singing. Um, you know, he has kind of like his lower register. Um, yeah. You know, he's got that kind of his normal kind of mid range, which is where he sings most of his songs. Um, and then occasionally he'll do like he does here where he, he he injects a certain level of kind of humor into the way he sings stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, the when he definitely gets a little, you know, wow. Yeah. yeah so that that kind of so boogie on reggae woman you know and then this kind of what is wrong with me like just the i don't know it's the way he sings it's so great and then he kind of repeats boogie on reggae woman he says maybe can't you see um and then of course that's when in the second verse he says you know i'd like to see both of us fall deeply in love i'd like to see you underneath the stars above and i like the little kind of yes i would kind of offhand kind of comment um of course, there is a certain level of irony to Stevie Wonder singing about seeing the stars, considering, yep. obviously, that he is blind. But, I, yes. you know, I, again, I think it's just kind of like the poetry of how it works. Um, and then, of course, he repeats, I'd like to see both of us fall in love. And then he goes, I'd like to see you in the raw under the stars above. And I kind of like how it takes that turn. Like, the yep. first time it's like, I'd like to make love to you. Like, he's, he's at least kind of keeping a certain level of, you know, euphemism. But then yep. here is like I'd like to see you in the raw and I, I the way he sings that line probably one of my favorite things on this yep. album. Stevie um, Wonder,
1: Secret Pervert. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I don't know. I just love it. Um and then after the chorus we kind of get this harmonica solo where he interrupts himself asking can I play? Um which I just I just kind of love, you know. Um it's worth saying as well like there is kind of harmonica before the harmonica solo, there is kind of harmonica in the general kind of you know song anyway yeah. um and, and then of course you know he he asks you know boogie Boogie on Reggae woman what is wrong with you what you're trying to do let me do it to you and then you know what you're trying to do so he like again it's like this conversation he's having with this woman and he's obviously making his intentions clear and it's you know it's not something that we usually get in a stevie wonder song you know given the you know the previous subject of this um project Um, Prince would do that all the time. Like, Prince was constantly recording songs where he would let you know what he wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, Whereas for Stevie Wonder, most of his songs that kind of feature a narrative about him and a woman, like I say, they're mostly about him and Cyrita. And so, you know, something like You and I Can Conquer the World, it's like him talking about two people so in love that they feel they can conquer the world. Yeah. Whereas here, he's just basically, I want to have you, I want to get you naked, basically. Like, that's, (laughs) you know... (laughs) um and i just i don't know i just kind of like it it's 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 a nice like on this album uh which has some of the more kind of serious political stuff on here um yeah. you know in particular you haven't done nothing and uh you know uh like kind of i mean i would i would say like you know uh smile please as well has a, there's a there's, you know even creep in like they the songs on this album have like a certain tone and yeah. this is the most playful kind of song on here i would say yeah it's a break um, uh, yeah. Like a little you know, rest in the middle. Yeah. And then, you know, cause "Creepin'" is a, a lot more of a, I mean, Creeping is a beautiful song, but it's, it's a bit more kind of serious than this song. Like it's, it's not kind of, and the same with, you know, like they won't go when I go like these, a lot of these songs are a bit more serious. And this is kind of just a fun song uh, where Stevie wonder is basically saying that he wants to get this reggae woman naked. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, it, it's just such a, it's, I don't know. It, it, it's a wonderful little break. Um, and I, I, it's kind of weird that this was like a single as well. That's the, <laughs> that's the, that's the thing that I kind of find funny. Yeah, um, is that like someone thought, oh yeah, this will be a good single. It's like yeah, we can play that on the radio. Sure. Y- yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's kind of interesting as well. Like that, you know, that I wish is the next single, which obviously you know, almost a two year gap before a songs in the key of life. So this is kind of like one of the last singles of you know the kind of the early seventies for Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Um, and then you know he basically. Spend most of 1975 touring, uh, but also in between, you know, writing the songs that will become songs in the key of life. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I mean, you know, and I, I, we obviously then get like, you know, harmonica kind of to the to the fade out as well at the end. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, I don't know it also it's, it's like, you know, it's a nice melody as well. The kind of the way that it's sung and everything. I don't know. It's just it's just a it's a nice fun song. Yeah, it's a good um, track. As my daughter would say, it's a bop. <laughs> yeah. Um and then interestingly enough it was covered by uh, a guy called Pat Roden um who I can't say I've ever really heard of um no. and he basically turned it into a reggae, reggae song. song. Yeah. Yeah, and
1: it's pretty good as a reggae song. I think it sounds fine. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's as far as Stevie Wonder
0: covers go, it's right in the middle of good. Yeah, and I think the thing is the way that Stevie Wonder sings "Pookie on Reggae Woman" is with the with like a descending thing. It's like da 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 da, da. like it kind of goes yeah. down. Um, so I don't know that that really suits reggae, but I think, you know, Pat Roden sings it slightly differently and makes it a bit more, feel a bit more like a reggae song. Yep. And I got to say, um, out of all the choices that you could make as a person who's going to cover this song, I think just turning it into a reggae song is probably the easiest choice anyone's ever made. Somebody just, you know, Pat Roden was just like, I've heard this song. Let's turn it into a reggae song. Sure. <laughs> they just kind, kinda You know, it's like the easiest choice you're ever going to say. But yeah, it's an OK cover. Um, but you know, I think the problem I have with Stevie Wonder covers is Stevie Wonder isn't singing them. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, (laughs) generally,
1: generally for the most part, it's not quite
0: Stevie and that's just how it is. Yeah. And you know, his voice is so great. Um, so I feel like it goes without saying, but five out of five, I mean, you know, this is a wonderful song. Oh yeah. Um, And I, I, you know, I, I think as well, it's one of those things where, you know, Stevie Wonder, by the time we get to this album, he's so kind of accomplished and focused and can just kind of go into the studio and just, you know, with just a guy on the congas, kind of just come up with this song and just the way that he kind of, I don't know, just the way he sings it, everything, it just feels like, you know, it's so kind of easy for him. And yet, you know, for any other person... I feel like Boogie On Reggae Woman, if they kind of went in and recorded it and released that as a single and it was a hit, that would be it. That that would be what they dined out on for the rest of their career. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas yeah. here, it's just something that he just does as, a, as like a, a, you know, It's it feels like it was actually more of an album track, but yeah. someone was like, we need a single. And Stevie's like, okay, release this. It's a fun yeah. song and, you know. Um, it's a bit more upbeat than some of the other stuff on this album. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, it, it, you know, coming, coming on the back of the, they won't go when I, uh, not, sorry, not that coming on the back of you haven't done nothing. I, it, it feels like it's a little bit of a contrast, like, you know, and, and so I can kind of understand why Stevie was like, this is probably the single, you know, it's a more fun song, but yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just a really fun performance. <laughs> um, you know, it's one of those things that when you think of like, you know, the classic Stevie of the seventies. This is what I think of. I think of yeah. st- I think of Stevie decked head to toe in denim uh, with his band around him, you know, on some stage performing on a TV show uh, with his cap on, uh, yep. I, I, you know, and just kind of having fun singing the words boogie on reggae woman. And, you know, yeah. and, you, know you, you can't ask for more, quite frankly. No, certainly um, not. Uh, is there anything else we need to say about uh, this particular reggae woman? Uh, no, I think we've covered it pretty well. Well then, let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, John? Uh, no, I'm good. And uh, you can find us on Twitter at, uh, for this project project at least, at Stevie by Window. Uh Thanks was wolf well for being my guest today, John. Thanks for having me. And otherwise, uh, boogie on. Bye.